Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're still doing our Once More with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're doing Season 3, Episode 7, Revelations. Revelations. This episode, first aired November 17th, 1998, written by Douglas Petrie and directed by James A. Contener. Eddie. Ah, yes. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show. Jared has never watched the series all the way through and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Yes, and hopefully it's worth your time too listening to us. I hope you're enjoying our journey, my journey, going through uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, yeah, this episode, Eddie, what did you think? What was, uh, what was it like rewatching this one? Yeah, this is one of those sort of sleeper episodes that you feel is just there to just to be the um, to expose Angel is back and Buffy's been lying, um, but it really does set up a lot of stuff for the rest of the series. <laughs> mm, interesting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is some tension between the characters I'm noticing as well. It's sort of building. Yeah, this is sort of the start of Faith's alienation. Oh, all right. So, yeah. I'm not sure where her story goes, to be honest, but uh, I, I guess thought, I'll... Ha- I thought you knew where it was. <laughs> uh, I think went. I kind of do. I, I'm not 100%, but um, I guess we'll see, won't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. It does have another of the shut the fuck up Xander moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're getting a lot of those, aren't you? Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> I think this is the last one for... For a while? Yeah, for a while now. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can see that there's a fair bit of ten- – as you said, there's a bit of tension going on here. And yeah, definitely noticeable. A lot, a lot to do with faith, um, but also the Watchers Council. Well, we don't hear much about them, so – But they just seem to be completely inept at doing – like, aren't they supposed – you know, they're supposed to be looking after the Slayer. Um, and you've got faith uh, who, like – they haven't even replaced her watcher. Yeah. Um, they haven't. Oh, well, you think it'd be a big deal her getting a watcher, not to someone rocking up going, "Hey, I'm the watcher." Yeah, exactly. Like, do you think um, there'd be some pomps and circumstance or something? You know, considering there's only meant to be one Slayer and they have two, which is a rarity, apparently. Yeah, but they just seem to be completely inept. Like they don't seem to be talking to. Like they don't seem to be in contact with Giles at all. Like they're not telling him well, anything it's the that's whole, going on. Isn't it the whole job is to watch? The Slayer. <laughs> so what are they doing having their committees and they don't even know know who know her or have anything to do with her? Yeah. So, but all right, look, I think we'll hold to that thought, baby. We'll get back to that. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> Let's do the boring part. All right. Is this the boring part? I don't know. The summary. The summary, the synopsis, and here we go. The bronze is packed and Oz and the Dingoes are playing on stage. After the song wraps, Oz goes and stands with his friends and Willow and Xander act jumpy. They feel guilty because the kiss they shared. They wonder briefly if Buffy has a new boyfriend, so she says she's seeing someone, Faith, as they have a patrol date that night. Little bit of subtext. Yeah. The two go out and slay together, killing two vampires. (laughs) Slay together. Yeah. They slay together. (laughs) Sure. Gwendolyn Post arrives unannounced as Faith's new watcher. She is British, rude, confident, and looks down on all the Scoobies, especially Giles. She warns them that the demon Lagos is in Sunnydale looking for the glove of Mahonigan, a powerful gauntlet. While doing research, Xander and Willow kiss for the second time. 
Xander goes looking for the glove of Monaghan, but is distracted when he sees Angel, of who his resurrection the Scoobies have been unaware. Xander follows Angel, hoping to restake him, but observes Angel and Buffy kissing. Angel shows Buffy that he has recovered the glove. As Giles is meeting with Gwendolyn, Xander arrives to tell him about Angel. The next morning, the gang confronts Buffy about Angel. Both Xander and Cordelia are openly hostile about Angel and see him as a serious threat, unable to separate him from the recent misdeeds of Angelus. Buffy tells them that Angel has the glove and that they are going to destroy it. Giles ultimately comes to Buffy's defence, but in private scolds her for not telling him about Angel's return. Gwendolyn goes to visit Faith and mentions that Giles is having a secret meeting with Buffy and her friends. The angry Faith ends up in a bar with Xander, who tells her that Angel is alive and has the glove. Faith decides to slay Angel, and Xander eagerly volunteers to accompany her. Giles tells Gwendolyn where the glove is and that a friend of Buffy's has it. He wants to discuss destroying it with her, but when he turns his back, Gwendolyn knocks him out. Xander returns with Faith to get weapons, but he finds Giles unconscious on the floor and calls an ambulance. Faith assumes that Angel attacked Giles, but Xander thinks it's unlikely as they are no bite marks. Faith leaves to hunt down Angel. Gwendolyn shows up at the mansion and tries to kill Angel, not knowing that he is a vampire. Faith arrives as Angel is fighting with Gwendolyn. She assumes Angel is after the glove and attacks him. Buffy attempts to stop her, but Gwendolyn tells Faith to attack Buffy, and the two Slayers fight. Having successfully distracted the Slayers and enlisted the help of Xander and Willow, Gwendolyn puts on the glove and tests its power to manipulate lightning. The gang now realise who the real enemy is and unite against her. Faith draws her fire, which allows Buffy to throw a piece of glass to sever her gloved arm, leading to Gwendolyn's death by electrocution when the next bolt of lightning strikes. Buffy and her friends reconcile and they are willing to forgive Angel for everything. Giles finds out Gwendolyn was kicked out of the Watcher's Council and went rogue. Buffy goes to Faith's motel room, but Faith has decided not to trust anyone after post-betrayal. The end. Yes. So that was it, Eddie. So what have you got for us tonight? So what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about Gwendolyn? Yeah. Yeah, well, she came in out of of nowhere. Well, yeah, so you have Gwendolyn Post and she's pretty much all she did was just walk in. And this is pretty much anything in life. If you walk in and act like you own the place, people generally don't ask questions. So she pretty much comes in, threatens um, Giles' situation within the Watchers Council. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, just comes in bagging, pretty much bagging absolutely everything. Um, And they're all like, oh yeah, well, she definitely must be for real. You're a psychopathic bitch. (laughs) Ah, yeah, she's she's really um, calculating and manipulative. Yeah, yeah, everything she does, she has something for, uh, she's got some sort of agenda uh, but and it's, it even, it's done very subtly. Like. Well, even the uh, bringing her own tea. <laughs> uh, Giles yes. offers her tea and, and she, a... she takes out his tea bag from the, from the cup and puts but her the own wor- in. But the worst part about that is that there is a teapot sitting there as well. Like, Yeah, he's brewing some tea, but uh, she brings her no, own. No, but why, why was he doing it with tea bags when there's a teapot sitting there? <laughs> like, 
Also, maybe he was sort of giving it to her. Like, I'm not giving you the good stuff. You're, <laughs> you're getting the crappy bags. Oh, checkmate. I brought my own bags. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call those little tea? It, it's not a tea bag. It's like a little tea strainer thing that you put your. Oh, loose. yeah. 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 Very posh. Very posh. Yes. Yes. And she always has her little pe- her pearls and very prim and proper. And she had the shirt over her. her she's wearing a shirt over the top without the arms in the sleeves as well. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so very, very prim and sort of standing there with her arms inside her shirt, not on. Yeah. It's this prim and proper thing that the Watchers Council do that just doesn't really work. Well, going back to what we were saying a, a few moments ago about them being the Watchers of, of the state yeah, and having absolutely seem... nothing to do with her, yeah. and not even in the picture. So what the hell are they doing? Yeah, so what are you actually doing, the Watchers? But, you know, the Slayer only needs one Watcher. Yes, but shouldn't they at least be checking in with that one watcher? Well, like, you think they'd have direct contact with her? Like, you know, why maybe- didn't he? Like, Giles should know everything that's going on. He should have known about Kendra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he should have known about Faith. Yeah. And then and they they just both rock up to Sunnydale, like, hey, hey, B. <laughs> Alligators this big. Yeah, and and Giles is just like, whoa, I don't know what's going on. Like, Giles just gets told absolutely nothing. Like, you tell me. Yeah, Yeah, you'd think they'd have a better system. Well, why why not? Why are they even set up in another country? Shouldn't they be where the Hellmouth is? Isn't it the center of everything? Not really, but it's just where Buffy is. Yeah. Or it's been manipulated that that's where Buffy is. Um, but, you know, Faith is there. She's living in a crappy hotel, like the, sorry, a motel, crappy yeah. motel room. 15-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> by herself, she's easily manipulated by um, Gwendolyn because she's she's obviously been, she's lonely and been mistreated her whole life. Yeah. So it's very easy to, to get on and side. And someone that powerful you think you'd want to keep tabs on and make sure they're because yeah, you are meant to be supporting them, so why aren't they yeah. supporting it? I mean, I'm sure they've got their nice castle where they meet every night for their, yeah, their and, weekly watch but all they meetings. Doing, but all they seem to be doing is sitting around drinking tea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and not actually doing anything. Mm. Anyway. So there'll be more to bitch about the Watchers, <laughs> the watchers Council, <laughs> council all as, right, as yeah. things go along. Um, but yeah, Gwendolyn Post is played by Serena Scott Thomas. And that is, I looked that her is, up. That is Kristen, Kristen Scott Thomas's sister. Oh, so Kristen, who's she? From, from like the English patient. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, her. And yeah, four yeah, weddings yeah. and a funeral. Now, hang on. That wasn't her. Yes, it is. No, that's that American girl that was in it. No, she played wrong. She's not the main girl. She's like the friend. Oh. Who's in love with him. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. And I can't remember her. And she was actually she was a Bond girl once. Not not Kristen Scott Thomas, Serena, or Gwendolyn Post. She was actually a she was actually a Bond girl in um probably the oldest Bond girl (laughs) they've had. She was a a shocking thirty eight years old. Oh really? Oh god. Um yeah, she was in the world was on a not world. Sorry, world is not enough. The world is not oh, wasn't enough. Wasn't Denise Richards in that one? Yeah, that's okay. the one that she's in. Yeah, as a. <laughs> oh, hang on, wait. Is uh, is she a scientist? Yes. Right, Denise Richards is. Yeah. A nuclear scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Because you believe at, that at twenty-two it's years almost, old. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so generally speaking, I would have thought they would have made her the nuclear scientist. That'd be she. A little... She was a doctor. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but I like to call this movie the Bond movie with the the, oh, the, the chainsaws. chainsaws tra- tra- no, 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 the chainsaws. No, the helicopters. Ha- yeah, helicopters, helicopters with, with freaking chainsaws attached to them. Yes, that's how you assassinate someone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, <laughs> you assassinate someone with helicopters with freaking chainsaws attached to the, attached to them. Mm. Yeah. Don't yeah. put rockets on the on the helicopters. That, yeah. That'd be stupid. I just re- and yeah, but he's just running around with like a little gun, shooting mm. at the helicopter. Yeah. As well. I think that's when they started getting ridiculous uh, Pierce Brosnan ones, didn't they? Yeah. 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 But I, I honestly remember just watching it, going, "They've got helicopters with freaking chainsaws attached to them." Because I think I'd seen it after. Yeah. Austin Powers. Yeah. Had come out with the. Oh, speaking of which, someone on Reddit posted a uh, picture of a shark with a laser beam on it today. <laughs> Following all these Austin Powers tw- uh, comments in it, so yeah, um, yeah, I do like how she uh, manipulates Giles by making him feel like he's completely inept. Yeah, <laughs> like that he's just not doing a good enough job. Mm. So he doesn't even think to call the council. Yeah. Because she she's done that thing where she acts like she belongs there. Yeah, she owns a place. It's a it's a it's a classic con man's move, isn't it? Walking yeah. like you own a place, and everyone will back off and think, "Oh, well, they know what they're doing," yeah. and uh, yeah, never question anything. Yeah, yeah, but it it is also that thing with the way that the Watchers Council view the Slayers. Perhaps is that they are disposable; they're not really worth anything. Wow, that's harsh. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. Yeah. It just seems like the like the actual council itself is more important than the Slayer. Yeah, which really they're there for her. Yeah, the Watchers Council. I don't even know why there's a council though, because <laughs> there's only one Slayer, so I don't know why there needs to be a lot of them. Um. Yeah. Like the only person that seems a little suspicious is Angel, but then he still turns his back on Gwendolyn. Does he? Yeah. Oh, at the start. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh, yeah. Did you cotton on to the fact that she was? No, no, no. She fooled me. I didn't think she was sus at all. Okay. Yeah. So I think when I first, I'm just trying to think back to when I first watched it, whether I was onto it or not. I think it's a scene with Faith. Hmm. And you see her kind of very, very, very subtly. I'll say that they're all having a meeting without you. Yeah, yeah. Giles in these little secret isolating meetings. her a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, to to make like to like it was so so subtle that it was just you know it was just that tiny little spark to mm. cause a rift. Yeah, yeah. Like it was so 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 small. I did notice that. I thought oh, that was a bit you know. Yeah, and I was sort of like, oh, bit, bit bit odd. Yeah, that's not quite right. Hmm. But you played off like, oh, I thought you knew, you know. Uh, I accidentally said it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Very manipulative. You are disgusting. What do you call it? Um, passive-aggressive. Yeah. Move. Um. All right, I'll move on to the <laughs> to the next uh, talking point. Um, Buffy and the intervention. Yeah. Besides the fact that I hate intervention scenes, and I, I honestly think that interventions probably do more harm than good. Mm, um, yeah. Because pretty much the first thing that happens when you confront someone like that is walls go up immediately, they get on the defensive. 
Yeah, as you would, you know, you kind of feel like you're... You, you're being attacked pretty yeah, much. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you basically are, but it's confronting everyone. But it should but it should be done as a last resort. They haven't even taught... Like, like, I have a feeling that if it had have been Willow who had seen it, that whole scene would have gone down completely differently because Willow would have confronted her straight away, not go, not gone to Giles... Yeah. Or Xander, she would have gone directly to, to Buffy and going, hey, what's going on? Mm, yeah, probably, yeah. Um, the fact that Xander goes to Giles instead of going to Buffy first, it just irks me because he's such a self-righteous little prick in this, <laughs> this, this episode. <laughs> yeah. When he is also in the midst of cheating on his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Is, this, is that going to go on for much longer? <laughs> Uh, I can't say. Uh, yeah. I'm not liking that plot thread. Yeah, it, it probably... Needs to be pruned. It gets pruned pretty soon. Oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah, and I I just... Ugh, I hate it. Uh, but yeah, that in that within that scene of them all attacking Buffy, um, they, they're not... Differentiating between Angel and Angelus. Yeah, that seems to be a common thing with this, isn't it? They never, they just see that as the same entity, even though they quite clearly know they're two different people. And yeah, and they um, know he has a soul, and they're still going on. He's a killer. He's a killer. And you know, um, Xander manipulates Faith to going into going after Angel. Yeah, but um, with the curse and all that stuff, is he still at? Uh, still able to lose his soul again like he yeah. did last time. So he actually is, if he has a moment of happiness, going to lose it again. Yes. Okay, so maybe there is reason to be to be well, uh, concerned because if he can turn again, then, you know. Yeah, but it, the way that they explain it, a true moment of happiness is very, very difficult to come by. Like it's not... Well, it came by pretty easy last time. We just had sex. <laughs> With what if he sees like the new Star Wars trailer or something, you know, <laughs> or the remake of Interview with the Vampire? Like, oh my god! <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they're not really quite clear what that really means—a true moment of happiness. Well, I think it does come down to him having sex. Okay, so he just doesn't have; to, they can't have sex. Then is that what it is? Yeah, but I don't know they they do explore this further in Angel, the TV series. Right, so he's still. See, that's the thing. Maybe I was kind of thinking, you know, as you are, that he's being a real prick about this. But if he's still a threat of turning back to Angelus, then that is a concern? Is it I not? Don't, I don't think it actually is their concern, to but, be honest. Uh, no, is a concern. Though. It's a concern. Not theirs. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe he's kind of got a point, you think? Is but he, not he is, to go he, out killing, like... <laughs> well, do you risk it or not? I mean, is it... When he was bad, he was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, he almost destroyed the world. I mean, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there is a, you know, you got a possible nuclear bomb sitting there that could go off if we do do the wrong thing. Yeah, but you've got to get the codes first. Yes, but um still it's you Can't just set it off by going off going up to it well, and it, slapping it. Well, you know, you slap it a few times maybe it might go off. You need the fucking codes. <laughs> Well, Buffy had the codes. I mean, maybe someone else, maybe Faith could give him a code as well. I mean, yeah. That, and uh, that also comes up in future oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, it, you know, it is that thing. 
as I said, a moment of true happiness is meant to be quite rare. Is what they're hmm. trying to. I know, I know, yes, but I'm still say. okay. Well, I'm still maybe on this. I mean, he would do. It was quite nasty how that whole scene went about, but yeah, I think maybe the mate they may still have a point though. So, well, moving on. Okay, no, but it is the fact that they don't see the difference between them. But that, that no, they wasn't don't, no, they don't see it. But they, they still keep saying it's also, him that did it. They but. are not willing. They're also all saying that they are not willing to forgive him for what he did as Angelus. Yeah, it, it was pretty bad though. So I'm not saying it wasn't pretty bad. Yeah, it'd be hard. I mean, even Giles to to come back from that. I mean, I, I imagine he'd be the 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 one well, who'd be think, least forgiving out yeah. of all of them. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's Xander who really, mm. you know, when you think about it, nothing. He's got ulterior motives in his pursuit of Buffy that he doesn't want. Or yeah. even though he's with someone else, he's got that possession like he kind of owes her a little bit. I think that's that yeah. sort of in it's, there. It's still a little hangover from, yeah, from sort of, the earlier, earlier seasons. That sort of alpha thing that, no, oh, she's mine, you know, yeah, sort of thing rattling around in his brain a little bit there, I, uh, I believe, yeah. Yeah, but he he's also still stuck on the I you know I always hated Angel. I mm. was right. I like, was right. I, You're wrong. Yeah, I told you so. You're an idiot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You idiot. And he has been pretty terrible about the whole situation. Mm. Yeah. Um, and recently, <laughs> like he's not getting better. He isn't getting any better. Nope. But yeah, I just didn't like the way that. They went about it. Yeah. Um. And Buffy didn't really get to explain why she, like the whole reason that she lied was because she was scared that they were going to kill him and <laughs> do exactly what they did. Mm. Yeah. So what were they angry about? Were they angry about whether she kept the, was it because she, lie. They'll, they'll because she was lying lie. or was it because he he they're not going to forgive the fact that Angel is back. I, I honestly believe I just don't I don't think she really knew what to do. Yeah. It's was sort of thrown on her and she was sort of buying time to figure out how the hell I'm gonna explain this. Yeah. Uh how this is happening. How did this happen? Well she doesn't know how it happened, but it's how had to explain that it, it did happen mm. and what to do with him. And then I, I maybe she didn't want to really she probably knew the back of her mind, in the back of her mind, what they wanted to do, what they would go, would want to do, yeah. and uh, didn't really want to face that as well. So, that sort of revelation of that maybe was that the revelations. Well, yeah, yeah. You leading into that? Yeah, no, <laughs> not really. Um, I was going to lead into um, Buffy killing Gwendolyn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That yeah, that, that magic piece of glass. The ninja star glass, yeah. Because well, oh, I didn't know that glass could cut through bone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like no blood as well. Shouldn't have like um, shouldn't that cut the shit out of them if it's that sharp? Yeah. <laughs> Considering they smash through it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd like to see someone cut through bone with glass. By throwing it. By throwing <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but. On that, I did read, it was like a fact that it's the first human that Buffy kills. But I think that's a wrong fact. Well, I don't, she didn't really kill her though. Um, well, once, yeah, but she just charged up the, the yeah, glove well, type um, thing. Oh. 
<laughs> I've got a I'm sort of squirming on that one. Like, yeah, There's a, it's, 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 it's funny because all of all of her human kills go into this really weird grey area. Well, it's kind of like the fat man saying, you know, I, I'm not going to your train's going to smash into a building, but I'm not going to save you. So he gets off the train and the train goes into the building and kills the guy in the train. Yeah. So you could have saved the guy, but he didn't. Yeah. So he didn't kill the guy. He didn't save the guy. So it is a grey area. Yeah. You know, this killing humans thing was really brought up in the episode Ted um, first off. But it comes up pretty early on with um, Amy's mum. She's human. Witches are human. Yeah. Um, And they've trapped her... In a very cruel, torturous situation. Yeah. So they sort of killed her. Yeah. Again, it's a mm, grey area. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, then, that, that, but that was that reflecting her magic against her. Yeah. So that's almost the same thing where she was using her own magic against herself, and then she's like basically done the mirror thing. Yeah. For, yeah. All intents and purposes, it's, it's, uh, it's tied her own rope, basically. If you. Yeah. Another human. Was the zookeeper in the pack? Uh, how did she kill? Didn't he fall into the hyenas? Now what yeah. happened to him? That's exactly what happened. He, he get, fell into the hyenas. Yeah, he gets that, that, and then she kicks him in. Like, but first he gets possessed for like two. Like, literally, he gets possessed, and as he's getting possessed, she kicks him into. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's probably more definite than the these ones, I'd say, because she's she's actually pushed him into the pen. But again, he wasn't human when she did that. Technically. Yeah, was he human when he was being ripped apart? <laughs> um, another one was Daryl, the Frankenstein guy. Yeah. Because he wasn't really a, like he wasn't a demon. He was human. He had just been brought back by science. Mm. So he was still human technically. But technically, they, he, but, but technically but they, he wasn't alive. Well, he was alive. He'd been brought back. <laughs> he had a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, that, that's probably more de- uh, defined than the other ones, I'd say, a um, living being. And then the big one is Ford in Lie to Me. She leaves him locked in that room. Like, as you said, this is very, very much the... Oh, the Batman. The of. Batman leaving the guy on the train. She leaves him locked in a room with vampires. With some hungry, hungry vampires, yeah. Yeah, some pissed off hungry vampires. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we'll come back later for the bodies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it'd be much left of him. Yeah. Oh no, he gets turned into a vampire. And oh, that's sitting, right. Yeah, 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 that's right. And he comes <laughs> as, out. As he comes out, she snakes him. Mm. Um. So again. Yeah. Oh, this in. is probably a lot, lot grayer than those ones, I'd say. Um. Uh, in what's my line? You have the bount. So those bounty hunters. Some of them were human. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And she killed like that. I think the guy that she kills with the ice skate. So okay, we, we've gone past the point of her. She's killed plenty of humans now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was also going to go the twin guys in um, Homecoming. So like a recent episode. Yeah. I, but again, that was deflecting <laughs> the mirror thing. <laughs> they shot each other. So oh, but they that, set it. Like, but she set it up so that they would shoot each other. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't pull the trigger on that one. So. But she caused their death. That's well, you know, they could have backed off and gone home and no, nothing would have happened, but, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> a grey one again. Yeah. yeah. As I said, so there's lots of these situations where she has actually killed humans, but it's in this 
weird grey area, as you said. Well, she can't just walk up and shoot him in the head, you know. That's that'll be like, whoa, you know. Or as she said, like she punched. Um, how guilty she felt after punching um Ted, and hmm. him falling down the stairs. Um. Doug Petrie, this is his first episode that he's written. Mm -hmm. Um, He goes on to write and direct quite a few episodes of Buffy and Angel. Uh Um, And more recently was like the writer and producer of Daredevil and The Defenders. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Still working, huh? Oh, that was a while ago now, actually. (laughs) Yeah. They've all been canned. So, Yeah. yeah. I think he did work on The Nevers. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, <laughs> calling Captain Subtext. <laughs> yeah. Buffy hints that she's that they're going out together. And then you could almost see Faith, who's talking about her past boyfriends. You could easily interpret that as her trying to chat up Buffy. And then her, like, Faith's reaction to um, Angel being back could be seen as jealousy. Mm, mm, no, I have. Oh, this is just a theory I've read. Yeah, <laughs> it's a theory. I yeah. don't. I don't think it's anything at all. But it's there. Um. Oh yeah. We kind of set up Faith as a loose cannon, and she is literally easily aimed in this episode. Yeah. Um. I just can't it's believe. It's probably showing her, her nativity as well that she can, you know, be easily led like that. You yeah, know, easily. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you go down any rabbit holes? This yeah, episode? no, not really. But uh, it was funny. I just watched a, a YouTube episode the other day about concussions and knockouts. Oh, and the, there's a lot of. Them so in there's this a episode. lot of knockouts in this episode, and. In the real world of knocking people out, of running people unconscious, is a lot more complicated than simply bludgering someone over the head. Uh, so for a so boxer... This, so by the way, this is the 12th time that Giles gets knocked well, out. Well, a few characters get knocked out though. Willow yeah, gets Willow, knocked uh, out. Uh, Angel, Angel gets, no- Angel gets <laughs> knocked out for probably the most realistic knockout. Considering he's a vampire, maybe that's so to say, oh, you know, he can't be knocked out for too long because he's a vampire. Uh, yeah, Willow, Xander gets knocked out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, Giles. So, basically, all, almost all the Giles ends up in hospital. Yeah. <laughs> like, he almost... Yeah, he probably should have died from that, to be honest. He probably should have been dead. <laughs> yeah. So, reading, reading about uh, yeah, um, p- people being made up, rendering or rendering people unconscious, uh, especially in the movies and TV shows that are done all the, all the time. Uh, so... To knock someone out, if you want to render someone unconscious, now doing it through force is a lot more. It's even a lot more harder than what you realize. So when you have boxers, for example, so when people are boxing and they do get knocked out uh, unconscious, but that's usually with repeated blows to the head, and uh, and it's usually they accumulate after a while and then they get that flat-footed thing and then they'll they'll fall over. But that'll only be for you know, 10 to 15 seconds or something in, in those sort of circumstances. To knock someone out with a punch is also quite difficult. They say that the best is the best to punch them on the chin and to give the, the whiplash motion. Um, but even though with those type of knockouts, they're usually only for a few minutes max. Yeah. Um, if you and, and especially in the Bond films when they you know they they capture the the hero and knock him out and then he wakes up in some weird lab with uh, sharks with laser beams on him. If he was really out for that long, then it could be some serious brain damage uh, happening there. And uh, and and uh, even trying chemical uh, unconscious or like using chloroform or any of those type of uh, chemicals, you know, you also have that one where they inhale a rag and then 
lights out and and they're out and they're out for a long time. Mm. Uh, that is also a complete myth as well. Like you have to inhale that concentrated for up to half an hour <laughs> sometimes <laughs> to render someone unconscious. So um, so seeing it in this episode and just you know. It's it's a, such a, a such a trope and such a uh, plot device that is used so often, but it's just so misguided. Uh, any type of head trauma like that, like Giles probably would have some s- serious uh, head trauma when you know uh, brain degeneration. De- de- degeneration, yes. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, something else I just wanted to mention, just as a little side note as well, just uh, reading uh, about this episode, and there was a little, was a few little goofs that people had mentioned online, oh. and they were just. I hate those. <laughs> Some were just really, 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 really silly. Uh, someone mentioned that you can see a, a mic boom in it. I'm like, oh, okay. That's always kind of funny, seeing a mic boom. And it was a scene where Buffy fights And it's literally Faith. a split second. I, I had to watch it numerous times to try to even see it. And it's just a little blip, on, just as when Buffy says, hey, let's stop fighting. You, you won't even notice it. I don't even know if it is a mic I boom. Wouldn't. I don't think it is. I think it's just like a little lighting effect or something that just sort of splits in a... In the in the screen, um, it, and I don't know. I would have said more about the fact that um, the stunt double that does Faith, the wig is the wrong color. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's too light. Yeah, yeah, and and also there was uh, the someone mentioned that the glove when they show the glove, it's a left-handed glove, but she puts it on the right hand. And looking at all the pictures, although it's sort of flipped upside down, you can quite clearly see that the knuckles are kind of inverted, where it's sort of pushed up because it's on a cloth. That yeah. it looks like it might be a left hand, but it's quite clearly a right hand glove. Yeah, it's amazing what people pick up on, but also just be so insignificant. Because the one thing I did notice when I was watching it, and I think it was the scene where Faith was fighting the guy, the logo guy. Yeah, you can see a stage hand like yeah, standing in the, in the background. background, like moving, and it was actually distracting because I thought, oh, is there someone else there? Like, yeah. I, and that was. Pretty noticeable because that's in the widescreen version. That so it, in the actual version that aired on TV, they would have been cut out. Oh, what? I don't have to check that. Possibly you could be right there. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely noticed that, and I'm like, oh, what's that guy doing there? <laughs> yep. You're like, what's going on in the background there? Yeah. And that was one of those things where it wasn't a split second. It was there for. Yeah, you could see. You was, could see it the whole time. He was like moving a prop around or something. Yeah, <laughs> like Come back with the coffees. He's like in the background doing the gardening yeah. or something. He's like fixing some plants or, or maybe. Something. Maybe it's Jean's guy <laughs> from The Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's all I had on that, baby. Yeah. Uh, we moving on to question time? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you hadn't seen this episode. No, no, still haven't seen this one yet. And uh, as I said, as I mentioned last week, if you've been listening to us, it really is worth watching Buffy again, I think, uh, with the HD versions of widescreen. You can see a lot more, even a stagehand in the background. Some <laughs> yeah. Extra stuff you wouldn't have seen the first uh, the first release. So let's get into question time, baby. Answer the question. Let's okay. do it. Which character was your favorite? Well, I think you've... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she gets really beaten. Up. Like at the that end scene, her face looks really swollen. It, I gotta say, the makeup was done really well. It actually looked like her face was swollen. Like I, I don't know how they did that. I know you can do 
makeup and stuff, but it actually looked like the way she was talking, like she her mouth was like oh like that when she was <laughs> mm. Um Yeah, I kinda of like Faith. She went through a bit of a journey uh in this episode, I think. Yeah. I'll go with Faith. Um, which character did you love to hate in this episode? Anyone who brings their own tea. Gwendolyn Poost. Gwendolyn Poost, yes. Close, I will go a close second for Xander being a self-righteous tool. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but he likes to do that quite yeah. often. Well, that's his thing. Yeah. That's his thing, being a self-righteous tool. Um, what was the most memorable fight scene? Oh, the Slayer. Yeah, it's got to be. Slayer the fest, uh, yeah, Slayer fight, yeah. Slayer on Slayer it, fights it, are always I, pretty good. I just got to say, it was really well choreographed as well. Like, I was just re-watching it. Like, it's it's quite a well-done um, fight scene. It's just such a shame that the actors can't do it, and it's quite obviously stunt doubles doing I a thing. But think <laughs> with the, I think with the HD release, it became far more obvious. Is that what it is? Because yeah. I'm watching going, geez. Because just... I don't rem- – like, because I've normally watched it on my – crappy dvd yeah <laughs> um but yeah watching it this time i was actually really distracted by faith's hair because <laughs> it is literally two shades too light yeah um and yeah and it's really noticeable yeah but it's just such a shame that you obviously you know sam michelle Gellar and dushku aren't real fighters like when you have like a jackie chang fighting movie i mean he's there doing it so he can do the close-ups of him doing all these moves and the fighting just amazing in his films and yeah. the fight the choreographing is, is amazing too like their fight scenes and, and faith's weird swing double punch that she keeps <laughs> doing yeah. a little combo um and uh the behind the head kick as well i mean yeah. it, it was really well done yeah oh uh, props to you know all the stunt teams on doing that but oh it's just damn it it's almost like maybe can we somehow write the uh, the stunt doubles into the show so we can have them fighting. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah. Um. Lol moment. I think I know what you're gonna go with. Would you like some tea? <laughs> <laughs> yes. When when she just subtly removes the little paper tea 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 yep. bag from the cup. Nothing. Nothing she is good enough. She for doesn't. Me. She doesn't say anything. No. She just removes the tea bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got that as my own <laughs> as well. Um, Nothing's good enough for her. No, mm. no. That little, one of those little fancy tea strainers. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Who carries around one of those in their bags, honestly? Um, Favourite scene? Uh, I'll have to go back with the Buffy fight. Yeah. Buffy, uh, Buffy and Faith fight, yeah. I will go with the Angel Buffy uh, half, half naked Tai Chi scene. Do you even own a shirt? <laughs> you don't wear a shirt while you're wearing ta- while you're doing Tai Chi, Jared. That's don't you? It's the rule. How come she had something it, on? It, <laughs> it uh it messes with your your chi. Mm, okay. So you sure to, it does. <laughs> so you have to do it half naked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, least favorite scene of this episode. The Zando Willow kissing scene, uh, and also the intervention scene as well. I think I put. Yeah, that I'm in going there. with the intervention scene. Yeah. but the Xander Willow kissing scene behind the bookshelf is pretty close, mm. and the fact that Giles just misses it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't notice how they're all flustered as well when he walks. No, through. because he still hadn't looked up from his book. But they're still kind of like you know. No, no, no. But by the time he looks up, they'd they'd um organised themselves so they didn't look 
mm. flustered. Oh, you still got still had to compose yourself a little bit though. Oh no, but they were fully composed by the time he no, looked. Yeah. Like he, he didn't notice anything was up because he was he had his head down the hole. He was talking to them and they're all getting all flustered and <laughs> shit. But he has his head down the whole time. And yeah. by the time he looks up, they're fine. Um favorite quote. Uh so it was when Faith suddenly realizes what's going on and Gwendolyn re- replies, Faith, I would have a vice. You're an idiot. Yeah, mine's Gwendolyn Post. The fact is, there is talk in the council that you have become a bit too American. Me? Correct. (laughs) Buffy replies with him? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bit too American. Um... Okay, best Cordelia freakout moment. She doesn't do much. In no, this she's ex- not in it. Except for freakout. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think this, there's a real subtle sort of um, scene at, towards the end when um, when Buffy comes back and they're talking about Angel. And if you just watch, uh, if you just watch Cordelia while they're having the conversation, and she's making some really weird, uncomfortable movements. She's not really happy with. I know it's. Chrisman Carpenter's acting, it's sort of showing through here, but it could really tell she was really, really sort of cringing when, when Xander was talking and mentioned yeah. that, um, and, you know, them kissing. And uh, he says, uh, Xander says, uh, hey, Hang just on. seeing if the, you, hey, just you seeing your Z- two- You do Xander, I'll do Cordelia. I've got it written here. Okay. Hey, just seeing the two of you kissing after everything that happened, I learned, lean towards postal, but I trust you. I don't, just for the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that scene. I think that scene got cut down. Yeah, I did read there was meant to be more onto that scene, yeah. but uh, there was definitely something going on. So maybe that's what they were leading into with the weird movements, and she's sort of cringing a little bit, if you notice in that scene. Yeah. So uh, I think there was something sort of really going on there. So it's sort of under freaking, mm. <laughs> opposed to the freak yeah, out, yeah. which I think was noticeable, just as noticeable. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I had the exact same moment down because, <laughs> as I said, I noticed those little moments, those little, yeah, she's uncomfortable with the fact that he went so postal about Buffy because there was another scene where she's like, get over yourself much, like during the um, intervention. Yeah, yeah. And she's like going on about him being jealous. Yeah, and I kind of notice I'm noticing her every time that he talks about Buffy, and he don't, does cringe. She does cringe a lot. I've been noticing. Mm. So yeah, she's definitely not happy about it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who gets the wooden spoon? Oh, Lagos, <laughs> capital of Nigeria. <laughs> yes. And there was a there was a poster note or, or something written on Giles's uh, station saying go to Nigeria. Yeah, <laughs> a flight to Nigeria. Um, I will go out like though that that's actually a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go with Faith oh. for this, just because she is so easily manipulated. Like mm. she doesn't think twice about it. Yeah. Um, starts attacking Buffy. Starts attacking Angel. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Who's the MVP of the episode? I picked Angel. Yeah, he seemed to know where the fucking glove was. Yeah, where did he know where that glove was? He just like, why didn't he go get that glove sooner? <laughs> oh, because the episode hadn't happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, he uh, seemed to know straight away where it was without mm, any oh, research. Oh, the, oh, the like, oh, yeah, it's, it's over there. Uh, she was like, speaking Gaelic, by the way, so maybe that's why he knows mm, about it. Because what she was saying maybe, was actually yeah. in Gaelic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, precious or something precious fire is what she was saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that, right. that ties into him, possibly. Probably not, but no. I think it was just he knew who. Had to get him in the episode somehow. I think he knew where the glove, he must have known where it was, but. Uh, the uh, closet of goodies he's got might yeah. come up later. Yeah. No explanation as to why he has it. Um, yeah, I was going to give it to Buffy. <laughs> I try not to give it to Buffy every week. Cause usually she really much gets it every week, but yeah. Yeah. I, I try to look for someone else. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably equal Buffy Angel. Mm. Saved Willow as well. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Angel <laughs> gets it. You win. You win. Angel gets Angel gets it. You're right. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, what do you rate this episode out of ten? I'm gonna give it five ninja star shards of glass. Yep. One for each point of the st- I'm actually giving it four out of ten oh, shards wow. of glass that can cut through bone. <laughs> well, I give it more than you. <laughs> I generally don't like the episodes where Xander is a self-righteous tool. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cringeworth, isn't it? Yeah. And also having Faith, who I love, being all manipulated and made to feel like crap. Yeah. Don't like that either. Uh, so was there anything else you wanted to add, Hedy? No, uh, I think are we all exhausted? Yep. All our resources on this episode? Yep. Yeah. So... Uh, Right, we're Nerd Subculture, and we're going to start this off, end this off tonight. Yes, we're Nerd Subculture. My name's Jared. I'm Edwina. And you can find us where, Edwina? You can find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There's a Facebook group, and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And be sure to like, share, subscribe. Give us an upvote. talk as quickly as possible. Talk as quickly as possible. We'll catch you next time. And take care. See ya. Grrr. Arrgh.